This is episode 286 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dion Morales. And today, I'm joined by my new little one, Elara Catherine Morales. If you didn't know Mrs. GSP was pregnant, she was. And now I have a baby. Another one, number two. I'm also joined by Marcel Manzano. Uh, baby. <laughs> Will get that baby a GSP helmet, Hagwood. How's it going, everyone? And Ryan, it's getting cold. Santa Zuski. Yeah, and I still have leaf leaf piles outside I need to take care of. But now it's cold. And it's not fun. This is this is a fact. I am in the same boat. I don't plan on taking care of leaf piles. I will. I'll deal with them in the spring and be mad at my current self when it's just a bunch of pile of wet leaves. Well, that and it kills any grass underneath it too. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, our podcast today is brought to you by our GSP patrons. They're the ones that make it happen. Thank you to everybody who has become a patron. Remember, we are shipping prizes twice a year four different sets our upcoming set we have the heroic squadron um, and also our end of year uh, christmas card i have decided to do a bit of an audible on the pilots as they did get the original uh, pilots did get wrecked um, but the art's still going to be the same but uh you we'll have some fun with that when uh when it comes around uh, what are we talking about today? Well, today we are talking about the last chance qualifier uh, that was officially announced. Listen, guys, I said before anybody else, is there a last chance qualifier happening? I was like, guys, it's happening. It's happening. And then I got an unofficial word. Guys, it's happening for sure. And then there were still people like, oh, my God, it's actually happening. I was like, why, why do they doubt me? Hello. Stop doubting me. I'm telling you, it's a bad choice. <laughs> so that's official. Uh, if you didn't see the post from AMG, uh, it was on their Twitter. Now, what has not been revealed is the um, what's it gonna look like, and that is um, also a question for myself. I don't even know what it's gonna look like yet. Here was the post. Doesn't it uh, look like X-Wing? I mean, it sure does look like X-Wing, but the question is, like, the format, all of that. Uh, so maybe what we can do is maybe for any newer players is give them an insight into what it looked like previously. Uh, what? <laughs> what? What? Uh, the, the, the last last chance qualifier? Yeah. Uh, so then the 2019 Worlds... The first day of the um, events uh, was uh, the main um, tournament that day was a tournament that was essentially an open. Anybody could join in. And if they made, I think it was X and one or top 16, something like that. Uh, You're talking about if, the last chance qualifier from the last worlds yeah from yeah. 2019 filling in the empty slot so there, there was like 220 spots and they had 110 then the first the top 110 would go. Oh, okay so it was it was it was the top x to meet the max limit or the limit right. of 
which was like 250 or something for the main tournament something, something like, like that, that yeah. uh so yeah everybody who got into the top qualifying spot got to play then in the actual world's tournament the following day yeah so that's uh i, I i'm assuming it's gonna work something similar to that i mean as someone who's ran a ran adeptcon before um they basically said you have x number of chairs um for this event at its maximum and i'm assuming they want to max it out so i gotta take a look at uh how many invites they have how many invites show up is going to be part of it right i don't know what what their process is for that um and after that just fill in fill in the seats and of course hopefully have something for those people who don't make it through the last chance qualifier uh to do have some uh, some side events i know i'm pretty sure they're going to try to get pods running again uh and if not pods then maybe some other kind of side event tournaments that can hopefully get you guys some world's loot as well that's what i'm uh, i've been championing championing myself as for the schedule that is a question uh, that I cannot answer because I don't know. Previously, uh, the Adepticon event was Saturday, Sunday, right? We did Saturday, Sunday. Uh, so a very obvious progression from that would be Friday, last chance qualifier. Saturday is the actual event and Sunday is the top cut. But it's all going to be dependent on schedules and how these three world qualifiers overlap. Because here's one, here's one of the questions I have, and I, I would love to hear your guys' input on this, is because these are world's levels events, like that hall that we were in at Adepticon, it was about half Star Wars and the other half mm -hmm. was all kinds of other things right um not just amg products there was there was like a batman game going on there's some 40k all that um i mean if you're amg you're asmodi are you trying to take a bigger chunk of adepticon to to uh to cover your games do you think they're going to try to get more space what what are your guys thoughts well, they've got other other halls. That's not the only hall that's available. That's the hall that we've always been in. Mm -hmm. uh, but there are other halls. There's other floors. So it's. It, it, I mean, it, the Schaumburg Convention Center. It's. It's a pretty large venue. Uh, we just typically that Adepticon typically only fills that amount of space because that's the size. Uh, you know that of the tickets that they sell. Mm -hmm. But there is. I mean, I wouldn't call them overflow. But there are other convention or other other rooms and other halls. If you, if you think back to, you know, for example, Nova, mm -hmm. where Nova is in a hotel and they take like the conference rooms and the meeting rooms and they convert those conference or meeting rooms into, um, you know, like, okay, this, you know, where this uh, game takes, you know, 50 people and there's 25 tables in this room so this is going to be a sign for that game etc so they they have those conference rooms available and those that overflow available and uh, you know because the convention center is held at a, at a hotel also so that's that's um <clears throat> an option and then another thing is officially the convention goes wednesday through sunday mm -hmm. so it doesn't have to be friday saturday sunday it could be 
um, a Thursday, you know, a Thursday qualifier, then Friday heat one, Saturday heat two. So, so there's there's options, and if space is an issue, even though I hope they don't do it because it would mess people's plans up, <laughs> you can always do a Wednesday last chance qualifier, which last last um, worlds the last chance qualifier was on a Wednesday. It was. You're right. Yeah, it was on a Wednesday, and then there was um, a Thursday and Friday, and Saturday. There was like three heats or something like that, wasn't it? Um, but I do remember that it was a Wednesday. Yeah, there was three heats, so it was a Wednesday qualifier, and then three uh, Swiss heats, and then the finals on s Sunday. No, actually, it was heat one on Thursday, heat two on. I think the, the cut was on uh, Saturday. Friday, and then the cut was on Saturday because Saturday night is when everybody went out to celebrate. Um, yeah, Ollie's win. So, yeah, it was it was a Wednesday last chance qualifier. So there's there's a lot of options, and I assume on Wednesday and Thursday, there's probably a lot more space available uh, to hold always a full. You know, yeah, as many people as show up and as many people as sign up. Mm -hmm. um, you know, to fill up all the all the tables for even four or five hundred people if that's how many people show up and that's that's what we got to wait out for uh the i think if we go to the adepticon website let me take a look here one-handed typing excuse the uh the speed here do they have so registration opens for adepticon january 8th so obviously that's still a couple months away and I know by that time, their goal is to have all of the events set. You should be able to not only add the convention pass to your uh, to your cart, but also the actual like events from there. And normally what they end up doing is they will do a preview of all of the events about a month before so that you have it down. Now, it's still subject to change. Um, and I know that, uh, I mean... Most business, big businesses are like this, but Asmodi is slow. They're slow. Uh, I'm not a sh afraid to say that. They're very slow in their decision-making. So uh, hopefully they get it all ironed out in time so that uh so that we can find out what the last chance qualifier is. I do, I do got to say, I got to love that the Adepticon background uh, is X-Wing. I'm not sure if, if you guys have ever noticed that. Um, but yeah, so last chance qualifier. It is official now. Just in case you didn't trust the word of Dion, which you should always do. There you go. Um, we also heard of an Australian qualifier happening. And I think uh, Ryan Staniszewski's favorite pilot was the uh, was in the winning list. This is complete sarcasm. Um, <laughs> congratulations to Octacon uh, out of Australia for winning that one, earning that that uh, travel accommodation to come to the World Championship. Uh, Ryan, go ahead and break down that top list. Dr. Khan brought a scum list, uh, very similar to Canbury's before Canbury adopted Rookcast instead of Kashka Frost, which will start there, a little bit out of order, but Kashka Frost with Notorious, Jamming Beam, Triple Zero, False Transponder Codes, Marauder, Veteran Tailgunner, Boba with Composure, Jamming Beam, Electro Chaff Missiles, so even though they went up, still brought them, 
Slave 1, Ahsoka Tano, and Veteran Tail Cutter. And then we have the ever-so-hated Kanan Jarrus Hawk with Maul Kurt. Um, so once again, another strong, complete victory by this archetype. This Boba, Kanan, and pick 7 point thing, whether it is another Fire Spray or a Rook cast. All right, and then Meng T. Tang took second place. I know on uh, on our Discord he goes by TMT. Go ahead and break that one down, Marcel. So you flew uh, Django Fett, uh, Separatist, with Notorious, Jamming Bing, Count Dooku, Proton Bombs, False Transponder Codes. I don't know if there's anything else after the False Transponder Codes screen is cut off. Uh, delayed um, Fuses and Slave One. Gotcha. And then General Grievous with Outmaneuver Imperium Plating, Solus One, Cad Bane with Marksmanship, Synced Laser Cannons, Electroshaft Missiles, and the uh, title. And then DFS 081 with Energy Shell Charges and Independent Calculations plus the Grappling Struts. Uh, four ship list. So that's uh, pretty interesting. That's uh, three and a four ship final. That was the final, right? Yep, that was the final. Let's go ahead and take a look at the, uh, the up to the top four here. Uh, in third place, we had Travelis Foss bringing a Rebel list. Go ahead, Will. All right, he has brought uh, Bodica Venge in the Fang Fighter with Composure and Mandalorian Optics. Uh, that's the one that gets you a lock in the system phase. Uh, Luke Skywalker. Uh, with an instinctive aim. This is this is boy Skywalker. Uh, he's got attack speed, proton torpedoes, and R2D2. Uh, we got boy. Uh, it's Battle of Yavin. Uh, uh, wedge, not to be confused with Baby Wedge, which is the A Wing version. Uh, but uh, Yavin Wedge has proton torps, uh, a shield healing R2 astromech, and marksmanship. Then Fenral Sheathapeed with swarm tactics, chopper. In our four astromech, uh, so this is a, I guess a take on uh, Rebel Alpha, where you can get everybody shooting at five or six. Uh, plus, if you shoot at the X-wings, Bodica gets a revenge shot on you, so you can shoot up to five times in the opening attacks. Gotta love it. And then, um, what does? Can you remind me what Mandalorian Optics does? It's a card I haven't seen in play too much. It's the uh, it's the modification that in the system phase you can lock something that's in your front arc. Um, or you just get uh, it. You're like, oh look, yeah. you're there. Yeah, you target lock. Yeah, so you have to be in range three because it has to be uh, lockable. But yeah, and it has to be in your front arc. Okay, cool. Then Nathan Skelly took fourth place with a imperialist. We had Darth Vader looking at the loadout here. Uh, this is is this Battle of Yavin, Darth Vader? No. This is the regular one. Yep, yes. customizable. Yes, customized uh, in the X1. Brilliant evasion, elusive, pattern analyzer, fire control system, and afterburners. We had Captain Faroff in the Reaper with Seven Sister, Rexler Brath in that side defender with Juke, fire control system, and heavy laser cannon, and rounded out that, say, I need a couple more points, said Academy Pilot, Initiative One. Let's go ahead and be a blocker. Look at that. Blocker's coming back, boys. <laughs> 
always been good. All right. So that was where the results for the top four of the Sydney Open. Uh, it's pretty awesome to see, you know, that a lot of the things that we saw in the Galactic Championships still viable. And, um, you know, obviously it was a little bit of a smaller event, but you're getting some, some peaks for Rebels. Maybe uh, did this Battle of Yavin uh, maybe make an impact in the long run for the Rebels? Question mark? Uh, they should. Yeah, Wedge is a good value. Garvin and Jack are good values. I'm not sure about the Y-Wings, Ryan. Do you think any of the Y-Wings have lasting potential? Um, I don't... I think how the meta is going to shake out and when we get to some of these spoilers, we're seeing more conditional three-die attacks coming from cheap higher initiative pilots from I-Fighters is a really good example. Mauler, Backstabber... Anything that's one agility right now might be hurt pretty bad if it's not I five or higher. Because even even if it's an I four, um, it might struggle to knock an initiative killed in a couple rounds. Whether it's the first target or later on in the game, I think Pops is the one that at least has my attention a little bit, just because mm -hmm. he's got pretty passive rerolls. Um. But for the other ones, Dutch just has a really weird timing. That's and I would just probably take Kraken's just a better, better version of that Dutch anyway. So we already know how much Kraken has enabled some of these rebel lists. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead. And speaking of new cards making an impact, we have another slew of cards to get to. Um, AMG gave us some, but also some mysterious spoilers ended up uh, throughout the Reddits and the Facebooks and all the things uh, and Discord as well. So uh, we're going to look at them. We're not going to pretend like they don't exist. They're cards. We're going to read them. But we're going to talk about them a little bit and see what's going got us excited by the way shout out to jason grimwolf uh for posting these on our discord he's been been on it always an amazing moderator and uh, i did want to take an opportunity to officially uh to officially show off this page on the website if you go to the about us page right here and you go to the right here officially gold 10 moderator and assistant jason grimwolf congratulations has been a very active contributor at part of the community i think it was time to uh, officially dub him it, it did did the young baby get gold nine in that list? <laughs> I'm holding nine for a reason. There's oh. a reason. There's oh, a okay. Reason. You'll All see. right. All righty. So, also gold ten is is just cool. I, don't know. I like it. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead. I know some of these cards that we've seen. We'll kind of uh, go quickly through uh, through the ones that we've seen already. But uh, let's go ahead and start with uh, Scum and Villainy. This is Tor Fun. This is one that we did get to see already. We've talked a little bit about it. Uh, but this is the one I want to talk about. Uh, Ryan, read me this story that is, <laughs> that is on this card. Explain to me what to do. All right, we have 
Dirge in the Scum Rogue class fighter. I-5. Uh, if I recall correctly, Dirge is now going to be the highest initiative uh, rogue in mm -hmm. both factions, Separatist and Scum. Um, <clears throat> same stat line in terms of the ship chassis itself and the action bar, focus, and not calc. Uh, not that I was expecting it, but not a lot of people know who Dirge is. Uh, you got to go back to the original... 2003 2D animated Clone Wars series before Episode 3 came out to see the first debut of Dirge. But, while you defend after the neutralized results step, if there are more hit or crit results than your active shields, you may change one hit to a crit result and then cancel one hit. So you are essentially trading you're picking um out of the pool of results the the results going through which you have not evaded or canceled out need to be more than the amount of shields you have left to have this even trigger right start there if you have no shields easy peasy right so the idea is you're essentially trading what potentially could be i'd say let's say you get two hits two regular hits you could, with this dirge ability, if there's less than two shields on your dirge at the point of receiving two hits, you take one of those hits, you turn them to a crit. Then you take the other hit, get rid of it. You're trading two damage for one crit. So, dirge might take a lot of crits. It'd be dangerous, but it's gonna take a lot longer to get through him as you start doing only one crit one crit one crit yeah if you leak it's gonna feel pretty bad for <laughs> how, how much more you want to use dirge at that point right um and there are some crits that are more game breaking than two damage for certain ships people don't remember uh fuel leak is a repair with an action crit oh yeah you can fix it is there any i'm um, the only thing i can think of is enduring is there any other benefits for taking crits uh, Enduring says if you take a crit, you can take a red focus action. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't believe so. Just looking no, but cool. Yeah, Enduring... but, but if you've got crew, there's a. Isn't there a scum crew that allows you to um, repair? Uh, like Peli. Peli Mato. Wheel. Wheel. Okay. I would say Peli. I don't think you can get crew though, because this that's only Zana do blood. Which is just for. Um, Cat Bane. Mm. So this Dirge might not even be allowed to take the title version of the ship anyway, which doesn't feel great, mind you. Um, not having access to bombs, not having access to crew. It's just going to be a base rogue, which we haven't seen any of them do well. It's just been Cad Bane's ship, really. Um, but maybe Dirge can do something more. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, depending on what slots he ends up getting, if he ends up being a cheap I-5 that kind of has a, not blank ability, but a but an ability that it's like, hey, you can do it, but it's not going to be game-breaking. But if it, if it comes in cheap enough, that I-5 starts to get uh, more and more attractive. Yeah. Well, I definitely don't see this being more than five points. I think five is the top end of it. Because um, I think Cad Bane, although I-4, is 
probably still better than this dirge, depending on the loadout dirge gets. So, just to make sure I'm reading it correctly, even if with no shields, it'll only trigger when there's, after the neutralized result step, there's two, two hits. hits left. Two hits, and, yeah. And that well, it's only going to matter if it's two or more, because in theory, you're taking one, because if it's just one hit that goes through, you're not going to turn that one to a crit. Well, because it's a, yeah, you're right, because you yeah. turn mm -hmm. a hit to a crit, then, yeah, but if you have enduring, you can cancel crits first. So you can cancel the crit. Right, it's and another then, advantage of enduring no, is, is that after neutralized result step, results right. Step. Oh yeah, so that, that is another advantage of enduring is that you're left with multi hits more likely because what you don't want to see is hit crit because now you can't change. Uh, if you change it to crit crit, you can't let a hit through. Yeah, because there's no more hits anymore. Let's say you rolled no evades and they rolled hit hit crit against you. Or no, you rolled one of eight, and they rolled hit hit crit against you. If you have enduring and you're not in their bullseye, your evade will cancel the crit, which could open it up further to say, I'm more willing to change one of those two hits to a crit and then just cancel the one hit. Now I'm only taking one crit instead of two hits. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go on to our next card. So we had Lappin in the modified uh, Thai LN fighter. This is Scum Thai fighter. Stickler for details. While you defend or perform an attack, if the enemy is stressed, that ship's dice cannot be modified. So against uh, any ships... Um, that are that are stressed after doing K turns, sloops, which I mean, stress is happening all the time in X Wing, all the time. This might end up having some uh, some utilization. Of course, it is only against Lappin, but if it's uh, maybe it is this too good for two points, or is it yeah. just I, I don't I don't know. This this might be this might be like a C four bumped up to a four point ship. Really? Uh, I, I think it'll still end up... If it's got, like, three. the loadout like C4 does. It, it depends on the loadout. That's a big deal. Right. Um, but it's... There are definitely a lot worse modified tile ends that could be two points before this one is. That's a real ability. Overseer Yushin's ability is not a real ability. <laughs> <laughs> or form and approach. Uh, I know one of them might be a little more real, but one the other one isn't. All right. I know that one's not as exciting and or confusing. Pretty straightforward. We got Dr. Afra in the YV-666. Take it, Marcel. All right. So it's uh, before it's got three charges. Before you engage, you may spend one charge and you may spend one green token and a charge. If you do, you may choose another ship, range zero to one, that is not stressed. The sh chosen ship gains a stress token. Um, the three charges are not recurring, so it's a three charge unless you have um, that one that recharges one every time somebody else dies. Cutthroat, there you go. But it's not a, a naturally re recurring charge. And initiative three, 
Uh, Unless it's cheap, I don't see why you bring it above any of the other lats out there. Either unless it's cheap or they give it some crazy uh, loadout value. So let's define it. What's Um, cheap for a YB666? Six. So because they only the, exist at the, six the, and seven right now. Right? Yeah, because the the lats uh, lats is at six. That's Razi. So if it's comparable, I see it comparable to lats Razi. I mean, lats Razi ability is useful. It's tractor at range one. This one is stress at range one. So, um, so they're both useful. Uh, they have a comparable amount of usefulness. Uh, one of them you're giving up your green token, the other one you're giving up your target lock. So I think it's got to be six with uh, equal or greater. I would think Lats is probably even better because the tractor is more beneficial than than I, a than One a of them only requires a lock. This one requires a green, which are much easier to come by. True, and, and then you can pick any target around you. The other devil's advocate I have is like there aren't many mechanics that allow you to. This is, I, for you to be like, hey, guess what? You're stressed now. That's that's kind of a rare, rare ability. Yeah, and there's a yeah. very easy synergy with her uh, part. One of her partners in crime, triple zero. I mean, basically, you're telling an opposing ship. You're stressed. You have no choice because triple zero is start of engagement if he can reach. So can Dr. Afra's ability. So triple yeah. zero says the start of engagement. Do you want to take a stress or give me a calculate? Well, if you give me a calculate, then I'm going to stress you later with Dr. Afra's ability anyway. So the – again, it happens three times. Uh, you have to give up a token. Captain Phasma – the crew on the first order basically is doing that every turn to everyone and you really i mean when's the last time you saw captain phasma as a crew anywhere it's just well the chassis aren't exactly good in first order for crew right now well yeah i mean the the shuttles are 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 there but there's other stuff like people always take age of terror so they take other crew instead um commander pyre i mean there's other options and Captain Phasma is not too expensive. It's I think five points. So I, again, I think it's I think it's nice. I just don't think it's great. It's got to be six points and equal or more loadout than than that. Well, if Phasma was available in Scum and able to be put on a YV66, I think that would be much more popular because it's on a chassis that wants to keep you in front. Because it is a much more valuable gun to keep on target. And telling someone they can't do certain maneuvers to get around you is pretty helpful. Unless they end up unmodded. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, again, six points. You can make a case for it more than that. Probably not. Let's keep it going. Hondo Onaka. Will? All right. Hondo Onaka is an I initiative one fire spray. Uh, has a, a small profit. Uh, all the stats are the same. Normal fire spray. Ex- uh, but has the ability uh, that is an action uh, Hondo can take. Uh, the action says 
choose two non-huge ships at range zero to three of you that are not friendly to each other. Each chosen ship may perform an action that is on your action bar, even while stressed, in the order of your choice. Then gain one calculate token. Uh, so choose uh, normally a friendly and an enemy. If there's only two sides to the fight the Sando Naka's in. So not only can you coordinate your friend uh, an action and you get to calculate, uh, you'll have to give then an action to an enemy. Uh, now, there's nothing saying that you can't choose yourself. Uh, you can't choose, you are range zero of yourself. So you can choose yourself, you can say lock, let somebody else on the enemy's team get a action, whatever that might be. Uh, and then you can get a lock and a calculate at the same time. Uh, this starts getting really confusing when you start giving other people coordinate actions uh, with your <laughs> Just keep handle. the train going? Uh, uh, they, well, no, yeah. you, don't, you can't because it's not on your action bar. It's got to be on your action bar. Uh, Each of yeah, you perform an action that is on your action bar. Uh, yeah, well, there's... Um, there's a crew member, uh, Grief Arga, uh, to the to my Yasbies. Um, let's see if okay. I can remember what Grief Arga does. Uh, but it basically gives a bonus for coordinating people. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Yeah, if you coordinate, uh, they can take a lock on the ship. After you coordinate a ship, it may acquire a lock on an object you have locked. But does uh, it so have it's, to coordinate action? It does. It's a red cord date. Uh, so, I don't know. It's just like uh, one of those things. But uh, the actions on the fire page, I mean, uh, reinforce, boost, uh, are huge. Being able to give those actions to other scum ships of your choice. If you're uh, choosing Hondo to be this pseudo-coordinator, giving reinforces to... Uh, ships that don't normally have them. I'm thinking like Han Falcon, uh, Dengar. Be like, hey, Dengar, have a red reinforce before you charge into the fight. Uh, could be very interesting. Don't normally see a fire spray out there coordinating, uh, but Hondo's, uh, he's a special kind of pilot. <laughs> he's just looking for a little bit of profit. Just a little bit. Just I mean, again, I think it, I think it's hilarious if you just give it to yourself. Like, whatever, you take a focus action, but I'm going to focus target or focus and calculate over here. And how, how does it? How does it? Um, you choose who you coordinate first, right? So you got to say you yeah. action first. So but you choose the two ships. You choose the two ships, but then you decide who who activates that action first. Sure. So they move, move here, you can move there, kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. If they choose to boost, uh, the, what the real wrinkle in Hondo is that is I won. So he's giving ships actions, uh, potentially boost actions before they even maneuver. Again, you want Dengar boosting towards you? Uh, Bosk boosting around it, a corner? Is it sounds terrifying. That, is it, are we sure that it's actions that are only. A, that you give out your actions or they have to be matching they have but to take hondo's actions 
Uh, yeah, the possibilities, Marcel. It's it's perplexing. <laughs> I agree. All right. Well, let's keep it going. We got an official update from AMG on some hot shots and aces. Republic. Uh, I know James, our uh, our Republic lover extraordinaire, excitedly posted these very quickly. He's like, "Ooh." Look at some more stuff. And we started out here with two different uh, Adi Galias. Let's go ahead. And uh, the ability is the same on both of them. Of course, one is the 7B and one is the 7. Go ahead and take it, Ryan. Adi Galia I5, 2-4, standard one recurring. Uh, while you defend at attack range 1, you may spend one force. If you do, the attacker cannot apply the range bonus. They don't get the range 1 dice. Second art, while you perform an attack against a defender at attack range 3, you may spend one force charge. If you do, the defender cannot apply the range bonus for their defense. So no additional green. Basically, Adigalia is click, but only for herself. and requires force charges to be spent to do it. Pretty straightforward. Uh, initiative five. Um, I mean, that's having that self-sufficient ability. I mean, is, is that going to, uh, as long of course, as long as the price is right, is that going to make it a desirable ship? I'm gonna guess. So all I five Aether sprites right now are e for CLT level are five points or higher, and all seven Bs are seven points that are I five and higher. Mm -hmm. So, I assume, especially since Plo Koon also fits the bill of those, Plo Koon Aether Sprite CLT is 5. Plo Koon 7B is 7. I assume Adigalia will land in the same spot. How much loadout and what slots? Don't know. All the slots, all the loadout. All right, and here we got Kit Fisto Initiative 4. I feel like we've seen this one already, right? Have we seen this one? Or am I making I stuff up saw, in my head? Uh, like a cut of it, uh, so maybe not all the words for sure, but we probably guesstimated most of the words. All right, take it, Marcel. All right, uh, initiative four with two force, one recurring. While another friendly ship defends, if the attacker is in its bullseye, you may spend the force to change one of the defender's blank results to a focus. So basically, um, just if if you're yellowing in there and you're taking a range one shot one of your blanks will be focused if kid fisto now it doesn't have um a range bonus that i see while a friendly ship another friendly ship defends so that is um without range so i think that's 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 important that you can be on one end of the table and then on the other end of the table uh providing support to somebody who is just going in range one All right, let's keep it going. Now, this one, uh, this is, uh, we, we suspected we might be getting something weird here when it came to Sicko in the lat. Will, un un uh, unlock this very strange, crazy uh, ship for me. <clears throat> All right, well, let's, uh, so Sicker is a lat un pilot at Initiative 2. Uh, has paragraphs of uh, abilities uh, so they made it a condition um, their actual ability says after you execute a basic maneuver 
Uh, so for a let, that's a uh, that's not stopping. Uh, you may assign the sickening maneuver condition to yourself. So you do a one forward, and then you assign yourself this condition. Uh, it says uh, you can execute red maneuvers even while stressed. Uh, so again, stopping while stressed, uh, big thing they can do now. After you reveal a bank maneuver or turn maneuver, you must gain one strain and execute that maneuver as a side slip. After you reveal a straight maneuver, you must execute that maneuver as a red kilogram turn. After you execute a maneuver, remove this condition. Uh, so very similar to how the HMPs have uh, their stabilizers turn on and off every other turn, uh, the Sicko lat is going to be very similar. You do a basic maneuver, you turn on your sickening maneuvers, you activate your uh, K-turns and your side slips. Uh, both of those say must, uh, so once you apply this condition, uh, unless you stop, uh, you have to do one of these uh, side slips or K-turns. That's pretty cool, I, man. Uh, uh, a lat that can K-turn. A lat that can K-turn is pretty interesting. A nice little 1K, turn yourself around. Yeah. Uh, the side slipping is very confusing to me. I mean, you still rotate your arc, the direction you put on your dial, uh, but uh, you're, I can't even comprehend it. Lean back. That's a medium base sloop. I mean, uh, side thingy that's pretty good oh uh, yeah what's the biggest what's the do they they don't have hard threes do they you guys have probably flown one more than me what's the dial know. look like they do have red hard threes red wow. hard three yeah uh, i think the big thing is that there's a white three bank where's a white three bank oh man i think about that pretty good <laughs> We so you gotta, you yeah, gotta watch uh, out for your, sicko. Your your lat does not want to go into combat, so yeah, no. this is going to be a perfect way to keep that archon without actually having to get close to the enemy. Oh, oh also, wait. it does not have a front arc either. <laughs> it most definitely has a two dice turret. So that's well, just you uh, probably put like barrage rockets or something. Like yeah, I'm saying uh, the on the card it has. Uh, the front arc uh, symbol on it. That's it, it's only an, it's only an article uh, problem. There have been images of people getting the card where it is the bow yeah. ties fixed. It's all fixed up. Then we got Salama Blue Three in the V19 Torrent. After you fully execute uh, a maneuver, you may spend two charges to perform a slam action, even while stressed. All right, so uh, Slammer, pretty straightforward. Initiative one could be good at uh, could be a good piece for Republic for objectives, being able to get around the the board. I think this this if this uh, torrent ends up being three points, I think this could be a sleeper. I won a very good objective initiative. Uh, even for scramble sometimes, even though high initiative just favor scramble a little bit, but definitely for boxes and um, taking up some space and assault. Uh, that's that that slam um, 
is just after you fully execute. So you still get your normal action. Uh -huh. And still do a focus, an evade, a lock, a barrel into evade, or a scenario action. Oh, you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, also, yeah, it's also slam needed, huh? If you, if you uh, put advanced slam, would it be double action? No, because you stress yourself with advanced slam. You also so don't then you... have the slam action on your action bar, which is required oh. for advanced slam. Mm. Um, but the, the very important thing to look at is so you can still perform a slam action while stressed. So that means you can do a red move, slam a blue move, and clear that stress, and then do your action. I like me some slamming jamming. You do a two talon roll and then slam a two straight and you have an action. <laughs> That's awesome. Wherever you want to end up in that. <laughs> All right, then we got Gavin Skies. Gavin Skies, Bravo 6. What do we got here, Ryan? Uh, we have a I3 N1 Starfighter standard uh, stat line. While you defend or perform an attack, if the speed of your reveal maneuver is greater than the enemy ships, you may re-roll your blank results. So, very similar uh, trigger to Rick Ollie, except not adding dice, but giving them more consistency by re-rolling the blanks. So, want a higher risk reward with Rick Ollie, or do you want a little more of a um, higher or a more consistent floor? Gavin Sykes. Uh, I'm not sure the loadout that this pilot's going to get, but N1s are about four or five points normally. Uh -huh. uh, I3, though, maybe can land at four points instead of five, like some of the other ones like Padme and Rakali. All right, I think we have that's it for the Republic. Now we got into some spoilers, unofficial spoilers. These cards, uh, who knows where they came from, but there's a slew of cards. This is from the Hot Shots and Aces pack. When is this uh, slated to release, guys? December the 2nd, end of the Hot Shots and Aces. Okay. The Siege of Coruscant is that's November 25th. That's it's like Black, Black, Friday. Black Friday. Yeah. All right. Well, somebody got it in hand. I'm honestly going to assume that it's somebody overseas because it seems like what has been happening is that the uh, the cards have been – like all the product has been shipping early to uh, Australia specifically. That's that's my, my guess because these came out of Australia <laughs> uh, or Europe. And uh, and they got there early even though they're just kind of – they're sitting on the shelf and somebody said, hey, uh, I like X-Wing. Let's take, let's take a peek. At what we got in here. Nobody needs to know where it came from. But here we go. Let's start with Lando Calrissian in that scavenge YT-1300. This is for the Resistance. I was actually reading a book today. A uh, new Star Wars book that has this era of Lando in it. But we'll get to that another time. The Old General. He says, after you fully execute a red maneuver or perform a red action, you may spend any number of charges to choose that many friendly ships at range 0 to 2. The chosen ships may perform an action even while stressed. This seems 
really good. This seems very similar to his Rebel ability. It kind of has some uh, um, some remnants of. Uh, uh, of the Rise of Skywalker with you got other ships around. You kind of it's a, a pseudo coordinate that's contingent on Lando having done a uh, red maneuver or a red action. Seems pretty solid. Uh, it's it's funny that you say uh, coordinate on him. Uh, the Resistance happens to have a crew member who gives you a red action. C-3PO gives you a red coordinate, so not only can you get, uh, so you take coordinate as your action, your C-3PO coordinate. Mm -hmm. Lando gets a calculate, but then one ship gets two actions, potentially, and three, two other ships get one action, or you can give four ships one action. Uh, that's, that's potentially a lot of actions. <laughs> It's a true general right there. That's yeah, right. That's commanding. Like you might not have that many ships in your resistance list. Well, if you think about it, the, with the Y wings, you can oh yeah, um, boost lock things like that. Yeah, you can end up with like twenty actions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, A wings have five actions on their action bar too. Yeah, but is, are the um, it's gain a calculate or get a calculate action? What do you mean the Y wings with their? Um, it's an action uh, for the Y-Wings. Yeah, yeah you so take an action like boost, and then you get a calculate. You get a calculate, or you can take a calculate you action? You need to perform the calculate action. Yeah, it's calculate it's, action. It's, it's, you you, you okay. perform a calculate action. So, so no, you can't, you can't feed, but you can't you feed can two do. actions to one of those and get, like, three calculates on it. No, no. but what you're ending up doing is you get yourself your calculate. You mm -hmm. coordinate yourself with one of those three you chose, so you get two actions, and then you also have three coordinates, the actual coordinate action, plus choose two other friendly ships. If those three go to white oh, wings, yeah. they get a target lock calculate, and then when they move, they also get their regular action, so they get three actions as well. Yeah, um, that's the that is the funny part. You're one of those three ships as well. You are yeah. a friendly ship at range zero to two. So, that means so yeah, Lando kills. Three of your Lando gives two actions. actions. He takes one and then has a, a, a third one for somebody else. Yeah, so, so he gets focus lock. Poe gets boost barrel roll. And Zari gets a lock, I guess. Yeah, you can end up with... You get focus lock because you just yeah, you took a lock and you're standing next to her. Each, and then two it's, on yourself. And then it's you a, remember all the Y-Wings are four points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe not wild wings. Maybe sad. not wild wings. Well, whatever. It's but a, uh, potentially, I mean, you know who? You know, you know who I think really likes this Lando is Kaz. Kaz would like mm, some extra Kaz. actions. Uh, jamming from BB-8 potentially could always use an extra action there. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, this uh, this Lando's got potential. Uh, you want to talk about the most, is a big one. You want to talk about the craziest? possible amount of just down the rabbit hole coordinating in this faction put just lando with c-3po crew and put a node in with hondo crew in the same list you just, just coordinate each other back and forth everywhere i coordinate you you could have an action well it's gonna be coordinating you i was like well i guess if you coordinate me i'll give my action to you then yeah pretty ridiculous pretty ridiculous i'm excited to see some lando shenanigans I'm a fan. I'm a I fan. Hope this is seven. It's got to be seven or more. We've seven or eight. We've only seen 
Ray be the eight cost? Do we think this? Do we think Ray will stand alone as the only eight? Will Lando join Chewie no. as the seven? Will if this Kobe, is seven points, it's getting played. Eight. Yeah, if it's, it's at eight, eight uh, there's played. consideration uh, I, in the list. It's it, it's it's not a Rebel Falcon. This is still a Resistance right. Falcon. Well, I understand. I, I, I think don't know, you I don't can, know. You can seven move. seven. This is getting like it makes you on think. It makes you at least think about it, right? At seven. No, oh, seven, seven, seven's for sure. Seven, like fantastic. Good, like one of the best seven point ships in that faction. At in eight, the game. yeah, maybe in the game. At, at eight, I would just take Ray. I, I mean, I, I agree. I agree there. But you can take Ray, Lando, and somebody else, and I mean, there, there's just. I would, uh, yeah, at eight, I, there's still a reason to take it. I mean, three actions, uh, a free action every turn plus three actions every couple turns. I mean, like you, we saw, we saw uh, Ray, Poe, Cows, BB-8 uh, do well in the past, uh, and that didn't get hit by any chaff or Y-wing nerfs. So I think this Lando could slot right into that list. Slide right in. Hey, hey, hey. Well, so we, we know about the Poe, the I-6 Falcon Poe, that's, you know, crazy with the barrel rolling, can be on an obstacle, can do uh, boosting, well, I was, I know, crazy stuff like that. Who do you see, who would you guys feel is more more uh, desirable? Lando. They were the same. Oh, Lando, Lando for sure. Po? Oh, po it's Lando. Poe does Poe does cool tricks. Lando gets the job done. <laughs> yeah. Like I po think we're flying around and having fun. Uh, uh, right. Lando's I'm for combat. I'm surprised how unanimous that is. Now, I'm not saying I, I actually don't know between them to be honest, but I'm surprised how unanimous it is. I thought some people might be more in on Poe. I mean, boot. I mean, straight up, it's boost lock uh, every turn. Yep. Or boost rotate. I mean, you can perform an action while stressed. I mean, yeah, it's really just an action. Mind, yeah. Uh, so like that, honestly, just it, it, now I, that is true. We do got we do got to point out that it is for each ship that you choose, you got to use three charges. So you can't be dropping triple coordinates no, no. every yeah. single round. But uh, in the opening rounds, you certainly can, and in most rounds after that, he at least gets an action while boosting or while coordinating or whatever your red action might be. I think one of the only reasons why I wouldn't consider a double Falcon list like you were mentioning with like Ray and this Lando is because I can't then have Ray Gunner on the non-Ray mm, Falcon. I true. think that's a really big deal to be honest. Is if, if you're, I haven't seen a Resistance Falcon do good that didn't have the name Ray in it, whether it's the pilot or the gunner. Who said you can't do Lando, uh, Chewie, or just put Ray on this? Well, with with Chewie, I don't think you have enough ships yeah. to, to maybe make his no. ability as scary. But Isofane yeah. is pointing out something that we haven't mentioned. Um as worded, he's mentioned he's saying that the ability of perform a red action does that work with the bump focus? Only yeah. for the other ships, yeah. not himself, because he cannot perform any more actions in his activation step. But other ships can. He can spend charges for other ships to do it, but he can't do another action himself. That's so good. 
That's so good. All right. Let's keep the party going here. Zay Versio, the child of Aiden Versio, her father's daughter. Take it, Marcel. Alright, uh, so it is a T70, initiative 3. While you defend, if the attacker is damaged, you may reroll one, one defense die. Um, okay. That's pretty, pretty simple, pretty straightforward, right? Pretty simple, pretty straightforward, pretty non-eventful. I, I think if I'm taking a T70, I'm taking it more for the offense, offensive potential than... Yeah. It's it's defensive prowess. I mean, th this is this is basically this is all fluff, really, the ability because this is the same as the Tie Fighter Delmico, which is her father in canon. So the, the, there we go. That that's not it's not really a it, it's just a, a little nod to the uh, to the canon there. Now I will say this T seventy got me going. Hmm, interesting. Will. All right, so this T70 is Vencia Dozo, uh, Jade Leader. That's Vanessa. Yeah. Well, Star Wars it up a little bit, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> initiative four, T70, uh, all the normal things, weapon hardpoint included, um, but has the ability, while you perform a torpedo or missile attack, you may treat the front arc requirement as rear arc for that attack if you do treat the range requirement as one to two so we're looking at not prockets because that doesn't have a front arc uh we're looking at uh torpedoes and missiles here uh the one that makes sense to me would be advanced cluster missiles I mean, oh, advanced as what well. Advanced proton torpedoes. Proton torps. Yeah, increase the range. range. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's true. I don't think. Does anything else have a really short range like that? You could also consider things that are normally just range two to three to be be able to be brought down to one. That's true. What about true. just regular take, proton torpedoes? You could take. Yeah. yeah. So you can take an. So basically, if you do like an ion torpedo, you know, let's say you just mm -hmm. want to, you can just, that ion torpedo now is range one and two in the back. Right. So you can shoot range one, two in the back with that ion torpedo. Yeah. Actually, really, actually really hoping that this pilot has the eight points for that advanced proton torpedo. Mm -hmm. Seems really good. So you would be five dice at range two. Range out, two the back. Rear out the back. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure all T70s have end up around like all the five ten, point T70s. Ten, ten to uh, I guess they're all five points these days, aren't they? Ten to twelve points. Well, I'm talking about loadout wise. Ten to twelve oh, okay. points. Yeah, yeah. They're very commonly within that range. Like not enough to take pro torps in most of them, but enough mm -hmm. to carry most serious munitions. The Vanessa Doza could you can get end up getting like three four dice attacks in a row. You you attack with a proton torpedo for front arc range three, right? And then you get into range one, fire a primary four dice attack, and then fly away and get another four, four dice attack out the back. 
Oh man, that uh, that could be dirty. If you're enabling munitions on this T70, which isn't a common thing unless you were Poe, um, talk about someone who would also love a coordinate from Lando. Mm hmm. Lando, send it over, baby. All right. Oops. One too many. And we got one more here for uh, for the resistance. Ryan? All right. We have a resistance transport. Uh, I2. Taka Jamorisa. Uh, Snowgrath Enthusiast. I don't know what Snowgrath is. Star Wars. Um, normal stat line and action bar for the resistance transport. Uh the ability after you jam, you must assign one jam token to another ship at range zero to one of the jammed ship if able. If able, meaning if they're within the range band. Um, friend or foe doesn't matter, um, but it, it says specifically another. So, no, even though it says range zero to one, it doesn't mean you can give it to the same ship you jammed. It just means it could be someone who bumped into that ship. Or is at range one. Um, seems okay. Uh, double jam. I mean, more jam is good. Uh, not. A, I guess not a ton of formations going around these days. But I mean, if there's enough, if backstabber and baller combo continues on the rise, or uh, more of those tie fighters exist around Iden Versio as an example. Um, those ships like to be close. That's a pretty easy double jam, but I mean, we haven't seen these resistance transports do that great outside of Covenel. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it depends on the loadout, uh, and if you can take like a sync laser or something like that, it'd be good. This this doesn't say jam action on it, does it? No, it Correct. just says after you, you jam. Hondo on this ship. Hondo. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oh, jamming double at range jam three. at range three. Oh. Yikes. So wow. actually, think about it. You could give, give an one action. of those ships coordinate. a coordinate, <laughs> then jam one, and then it could jam it back. So basically, <laughs> free jam. A Hondo free jam, yeah. right? Hondo free, as long as, they're, as long as they're close enough to each other. Yeah, yeah. Range three jam, two of them. That's hilarious. All right, well, those were our resistance spoilers. Sorry, I'm tired. I'm starting to slur my words here. Uh, then we got some FOs, some foes. Here we got DT798, Jace Ruckland, Initiative 4. This is a tie FO. While you perform a primary attack, if you are not strained, you may gain one strain token to roll an additional dive. Well, this 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 one's like, hey, Scorch, let's go be buddies, right? Like that's that's the first ship I thought of when I when I read this. It's like, well, I, if you're building a uh, FO kind of pocket pieces, I would immediately grab DT seven nine eight and then also Scorch, grab them together. BFFs, for sure. I mean, at any argument there, I feel like that's pretty straightforward. I mean, I, oh, I, I mean, feel like I would prefer the stress, but right. it, the stress on Scorch does limit their time on target, uh, whereas this guy can K-turn and still shoot the three attack dice. Uh, well, great candidate for Proud or Fnatic. Yeah, he got shot. True. Sure, whatever. Yep. 
I mean, it's generally pretty appetizing to shoot something that's strained, but if uh, there's one type of ship that can generally deal with strain better than others, it's things with three agility. Mm -hmm. Just knocking it down to two. Ryan, take I mean, a look at... I, oh, sorry. Assuming DT ends up being three points, I mean, nine points for three FOs when it's Malra's, Scorch, and DT? That seems, like, pretty good, actually. Let's keep it going. Uh, Ryan, take a look at DT... I'm uh, sorry, not that one. <laughs> Lieutenant Gaelic. I-5. Another I-5 FO. Um, after another friendly ship at range 0 to 2 is destroyed you may perform a coordinate action even while stressed while you coordinate the ship you choose can perform only an action can can perform an action only if that action is also on your action bar so lieutenant gaelic basically has a built-in discipline timed squad leader that will not stress herself but she can still coordinate while stressed. So, a uh, friend dies at range 0 to 2. I'm going to perform a coordinate action, even though I'm stressed, however you might be stressed. Um, that ship can only perform a focus, a evade, a lock, or a barrel. Which, we know that Discipline is already a pretty good upgrade in the game. Um, it's not used a ton, but when we see it used, it's, it is effective. And two of those abilities on Disciplined, or actions, are on Gaelic, which is a lock and a barrel. Um, hopeful, a little bit to a lesser degree, generally tends to be favored with the boost, so focus, not too big of a deal. But evade, that's a, that's a big one, I think. Um, if you need a little bit extra defense as stuff, if there's any more shots incoming, evade. I'll be curious to see if Gaelic gets a secondary weapon like Malrus does at I-5. Maybe. We'll find out. Here we go. Now we got Lynn Gava, or Gava, with the Primed for Speed Condition card. Marcel? All right. Initiative 3. Uh, tie FO. After placing forces, assign the Primed Condition primed for speed condition to yourself and two other friendly ships um actually no to two other friendly tie fo and tie sf fighters that have no equipped upgrades um mod they're mods right Only not upgrade. upgrades yeah to them and then you add a white action uh, a white uh kind of what is that the slam action to your action bar after you perform a slam action you must you must it's a must suffer a damage to remove a disarm token so basically you're giving up your your and their uh mod upgrades to add that slam action uh without a weapon disabled but you get the um you get you have to take a damage which can you know i think the obvious one is quick draw just get quick draw in there real quick. The downside to it is that you'll have to have like either have been coordinated or something like that in order, or else you're going to be shooting an unmodded, an unmodded attack. <clears throat> Assuming you're not, you know, probably you've taken a target lock or something before that. In that case, you can just move maybe three forward, slam into a three sloop. You already have that. 
um, that target lock from a turn before or something like that. Now you're, even if you've got pattern analyzer, because you did a red maneuver, you would be able to trigger the pattern analyzer. Um, the pattern analyzer would still trigger, wouldn't that? So you would still be able to three forward, three sloop with a pattern analyzer, take the action. You lose your shield from the auto damage and now you're shooting at uh, initiative. Well, you're shooting at activation initiative six. So potentially even killing a another initiative six during during the activation phase. Uh, kind of beats flying over a, a rock and maybe taking two damage. Uh, another one is Phasma. Uh, Phasma can do this and pass off that damage to somebody else. And yeah, I mean, it's really good. I think more than anything else, the the, the ability to just nope out of there and and be in pretty um, be in, in in pretty good places in terms of just have really good positioning. Uh, you can't do advanced slamming, like I said, but you know it's it's pretty good. I, I like it. I, I don't know what do you guys think. It's uh, you know, and the typhos. I didn't even think about the typhos, but you know, the typhos probably don't want to take um, that extra damage. Throw fanatical on your typho and have it slam round one. There you go. Depending but yeah, on an offensive free offensive modifier. I think it's going to be definitely depending on the cost. Like being able to have utility uh, on the fos seems really strong. Uh, or again, depending on the cost, um, people were talking about super speed quick draw. Obviously, no uh, no shield upgrade on that quick draw because it couldn't have any um, uh, any modifications equipped. But uh, could be pretty ridiculous to see a uh, a quick draw, you know, slam, take a damage, and then fire, you know, for you know in, in that in, in that sequence could be pretty crazy. Yeah, just uh, with that pattern analyze. If you pattern analyzer while slooping, you get your action before the disarm. Um, well, it doesn't really matter. What does it? Well, it matters for quick draw. It matters for the time being quick draw. I'm actually not oh, even got it. sure that yeah, that pattern perform. analyzer comes before you would suffer that damage. Because after you perform the slam action, you must suffer one damage from disarm. Yeah, isn't isn't the slam action that maneuver the slam maneuver? Yeah, like I, I don't know the timing of if you could pattern analyzer to get an action before shooting. I don't think there's... Well, they're both after you do the maneuver. One of them is after you perform the action, which is slam. But I guess that happens first because you can essentially bump it, i guess it depends it depends on when you get the weapons disabled i always thought you got the weapons disabled afterwards which would work then you, you sloop before you get the stress you pad an analyzer and then you take the damage ah. we'll see we'll see if people end up putting this on quick draw uh but uh yeah, it, depends it on uh, how has some potential I got, I got to give a quick shout out to Lambolo for the donation. Thank you. He said, uh, GSP baby, love bond for you. Thank you. Alara says, thank you. We'll make sure to buy some diapers, <laughs> some diapers and wipes with, uh, with that. We, we need plenty. Oh, uh, the, uh, the only other thing with this pilot is agent Terex, uh, can be handing out dead man switches to FOs and S SFs. So you get a one health, 
uh, FO could just slam into uh, your formation and blow up with the dead man switch. <laughs> There's a bomb. Yeah, five forward, five forward. Here's a bomb you can't stop. Pop, pop, pop. Uh, yeah, because you could even prime your own bomb. You just slam around for a couple turns That's until right. you're down to one health. <laughs> do it, I swear to God, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> you, get over, you come over get to over my here. objectives, I swear. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> hilarious. Oh man. Okay, let's uh let's keep it going. Lynn Gava, you're gonna be a fun one. All right. Now this is the one I saw a lot of discussion on whether or not it's good or not. That's uh that's that's the question. Will can you can you guide us through this please? Okay, so uh this is uh how'd you say it? Tyr tyranny? Uh, Tyr tyranny? 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 One of those two. The agent. Tyranny. Tyranny. Agent Tyranny. Wow. Oh, what a name. Anyways, an initiative three size shuttle uh, and has a condition uh, that uh, is, uh, well, their ability says set up. After placing forces, you must assign the broken trust condition to an enemy ship. Uh, so. Uh, the broken trust condition that you give to an enemy says treat friendly ships as allied non-enemy ships treat you as allied while performing an attack before declaring the defender each allied ship in the attack arc that is not stress gains one stress token after you defend or perform an attack, if the defender was dealt at least one face-up damage card or it was destroyed, remove this condition. Uh, so, you, I guess we gotta define allied. Allied is not put friendly. Put GSP chat to help uh, clarify. Uh, you, you got the definition of it? Yep, Perfect. I, I screenshotted out of the rules reference in our GSP chat. Uh, I will quote it directly then. So, Allied says uh, that uh, Allied ships, hold on, let me just read. Some ships controlled by the same player are allied to each other instead of being friendly. Allied ships are... you. <laughs> Allied ships are used by their player, uh, what? Much like friendly ships, but do not interact with the effects that affect friendly ships. Long story short, uh, they are on the same team, but they are not friendly. Uh, and then there's some bullet points here. Uh, ships cannot perform attacks against allied ships unless specified otherwise. A ship is not friendly to its allied ships and abilities that affect friendly ships do not affect allied ships. A ship is not allied with itself and so abilities that affect allied ships do not affect the ship that produces them. Uh, so a lot of abilities that ask about friendly ships are mostly coordinate uh, in addition to um, like token passing is a very standard one uh, that you can trade off uh, between the ships in your squad. Uh, but Ryan, let me let me 
pass this through you here. So treat friendly ships as allied. That's straightforward. The yeah. ship you d ships you deployed with are no longer your friends. Uh, Non-enemy ships treat you as allied. I, if I'm understanding that correctly, your allied ship, your allied ships treat you as allied. In other words, right, you can't coordinate be... them, and they can't coordinate you. And right, that would be everything. You throw that on land on that lander with three coordinates. That oh. lander cannot do that because it says he coordinate himself. I guess he's still friendly to himself. Yeah, you, uh, well, it's not really confirmed whether or not you can still work on yourself with stuff. How well, you're friendly. Yeah, you're, you're no you're longer friendly, friendly are you? you you're you're friendly friendly allied ship. to yourself all of a now sudden? you're allied to yourself. You're not friendly wow. to yourself anymore. Yeah. What a, what's an the, existential the, crisis? The question is, uh, some of the judges I've talked to is like, all right, if that's true, how much other stuff does this break the precedence of the entire game system itself? <laughs> I mean, you're not friendly. I don't know what to I tell mean, you. That's it. All, all <laughs> abilities are blank. Like, you throw that on Howl Runner. Howl Runner is a four-point... Mm i5 generic type All right. because you so I, I, yeah. I think we understand the penalties that it has uh let's go there's there is this whole other paragraph about the stress while well, performing an attack before declaring the defender each allied ship so again these allies are only going to be the people on your team uh and if they're in your arc when you attack they get a stress token so this is stressing out friendlies as another penalty. Uh, so if this is, I'm trying to think of, uh, Howrunner is a great example actually as well. Howrunner is normally in the back of the tie swarm. So all the ties in front of her uh, are going to get stressed when she attacks. Uh, then uh, let, me, let me make sure I have this correct. So to get rid of this very powerful condition, it says after you, defend or perform an attack if the defender was dealt at least one face-up damage card uh, or was destroyed remove this condition so you have to crit somebody destroy somebody or be crit yourself before you can lose this condition do i understand that correct that is crit while you defend or perform an attack. So if it's a proton yes. bomb, no. Ah, if it's of a course. free cloud, no. It has to be when it's essentially the theme of it. They are trying to prove that either someone's really trying to hurt you from the other side, who's trying to quote recruit you, um, or you are fighting back against them for real. I trying to crit them. I genuinely think that this is one of the cards that could end up in the in the ban list because it the, has um, a lot of control. It break it, it ends I mean, up breaking so many abilities. It breaks the, the entire. It breaks everything. I mean, it genuinely breaks everything. Again, you, you you're playing against a, any you know a lat. You, you you bring a lat. Now that lat. Is doing nothing. It's not. Co it's not giving rerolls to friendlies. It's not coordinating. It's, it's not stressing friendlies. Is what it's, it's doing. It's, it's just in there. <laughs> it, it essentially makes you take one of your ships and say, "Oh God, I need to fly this thing off the board or have it solo on the other side." Um, and the thing is, you assign this condition after placing forces. So you you basically get to see, okay, this is their list. 
uh, which is a support ship, which is the one that wants to do things, or which is the ship that wants to kind of hang back and 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 be the hammer after you get the like the first the first roll and say that ship is not going to play this game uh, because you don't have to attack it. You can just basically, you know, it, it, it's just, if, if, he, if it comes in for the attack, it's only creating harm to himself by stressing all, all well, so its allied ships. I mean, it's just... There are two sides to it, though. If you use Tyranny's condition on something that is like a lat, say even Hound, right? Six cost, people still considering taking Hound. Um, are are you going to give up the capability of killing that hound by trying to keep this ability on the board? Or are you still going to go after that hound and just hope you don't do crits to get that off early? Because it's still pretty good to affect that hound and turn it off in the, in the beginning of the game and as it goes on anyway. So, but saying that you shouldn't attack it the entire game, that you're just tell, you're telling your opponent that they don't have to worry about you killing six points of their list. No, but it also you can go to objectives. Yeah, right? but you can also again if it's hound, for example, you're the six points of the hound you brought. You brought those six points. Uh, that's a lot of points for a specific purpose. So you're basically saying that ship is not going to serve that purpose until I want it to serve that purpose. Um, Sure. So during that initial engagement, you're getting rid of all the rerolls. You're getting rid of mm -hmm. if it's got seventh fleet gunner. You're getting rid of the additional die. Like you control when, and then even then, to your point, you you may not land. I mean, there's things if you ha you can target lock. Oh, I rolled a crit. Okay, let me reroll that and make sure that I don't get the crits in there. I mean, there's you know there's things that you can potentially do and just kill it when it's necessary. But for the most part, get rid of it. Um, change the reason why that ship is there in the first place. So the person who's flying that, you know, when when you when you build your list and you build it to do a thing, and now you can't do that thing, mm -hmm. your entire game plan is messed up. It's you know now you have to basically come up with a new game, a new strategy, on the spot during you know, uh, round one planning phase, because now, okay, now I got a point. Instead of pointing my arc here to uh, cover all my ships, now I got to point my arc there to make sure I don't stress all my ships. Uh, now to, or choose not to attack. To clarify a couple of, of questions that I saw in the chat, um, attack arc is the arc of the weapon that is being been chosen for that attack. So some people are, are asking about specific ships that have multiple arcs. Uh, for instance, if you have something with a bow tie arc and also a front arc, if the front arc was the chosen weapon, then the bow tie arc would not trigger the uh, the stress ability and apply to whatever combination of scenarios you want. It has to be the actual attacking weapon. Yeah, so let's say you put Broken Trust for whatever reason on Shakti Ada. You don't want it coordinating friends, right? Or giving them extra tokens. Um, Shakti, if, cho if chooses to do the bullseye shot, if there aren't any friends in there, it's the bullseye arc that you'd have to worry about for the, giving your friends stress. So, depending on if you do a bullseye attack or range restricted attack, like a range one only from munition or range two to three or one to two, etc. 
Okay, but now uh, my question is this. You say bullseye arc. So you declare the bullseye. Mm -hmm. So it says while performing an attack before declaring the defender. So you for basically you measure the to see if there's anyone in bullseye first. And then before you declare the defender, if nobody's there, you just say, okay, no bullseye, no shot. Right? Like you don't have to commit to that weapon. You can check your arc first before you can check all. You can check you, every you can check all yeah. applicable arcs. Yeah. If you and don't actually, have should, a side arc weapon, you don't check the side arc. You know what I mean? I, sh I should clarify. It says attack arc, not attack ranges. So if it is like a munition or a secondary weapon, the range band doesn't matter. It's so, still the arc, but it does differentiate. If you say you have a 180 arc or a bullseye arc or front arc or rear arc, etc. So let me let me ask you though. I say I'm I'm Han Solo. I got a, I'm in a Falcon, and I say I'm gonna attack with my bow tie, the only weapon I brought. Is that 180 degrees of arc, or is that 90 degrees? No, because it's. I believe it's 180 one. degrees. Yeah, because your bow tie in it's one. No, you when you attack, you pick it. Technic, it's so it's depicting a bow tie as as, as two things. Mm -hmm. when used by almost all rules cases it's one side turret it's just two put together does that make sense so is that like, two weapons or one weapon though when so if you attack with han you're only going to apply the stress out the one side you're shooting but i haven't I, declared my defender yet though i don't think that's true i think it's both sides uh because the other one's says so how do you how do you know yeah which, like how do you know veteran, which arc i'm attacking yeah, like, from like veteran turret gunner specifically says from a not from a direction you have not shot from before but it's not a different weapon oh, it's the same weapon arc you're still shooting a different direction is still when you're checking so you the bow tie is a single your singular weapon it's not two weapons and so it's a singular it weapon all, with a singular arc it is singular when it's depicted for the east and from the card but for all for all purposes and game effects such as veteran turret gunner han gunner any of the other gunners that depict a, a a a single turret arc when used for bow tie it's only using one of them mm -hmm. no I, I understand that but so but i get, but I I get think the, the timing question for sure though will because you're saying when I I'm, I chose I'm my use, weapon, I'm using chose my bow tie, right? Like I'm using my bow tie, but I've yet to declare the defender, right? Because I don't know if I want to do left or right or front yeah. or back. It's weird, I guess, in that instance. Okay, so that's kind of, that might be TBD on that one, uh, but I do think the um, what do I want to say uh, that. It was very powerful, uh, to say the least. Uh, if placed that condition placed on a linchpin, well, could just demoralize a whole squadron. I, I would say this is, in my opinion, this is probably the most feel bad card. After oh yeah, I mean, Sloan Marcel. Yeah, it's the most. I mean, because, well, what if you have no friendly? What if you're all just strikers that don't care about friendlies, Marcel? There, there are, there are definitely list archetypes and ships that don't care about. Yeah, they don't. They don't much. play together. I guess. But so, yeah, so many ships like they, they might not have any abilities, right? 
It's really just yeah, shutting down Republican rebels. I don't know. It's really bad. Uh, I, I got a feeling this will be. The stress part still matters, but it is big to note that is if they're not stressed, you're not going to double stress anybody. Mm. Yeah, I, I will say another another candidate uh, to be looking at for this card is anybody who normally shoots an ion cannon because uh, they can't do face up damage cards then if they're shooting the ion. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> And start shooting primary, sir. Uh, no more. I mean, a lot of Iden Versio Tie Fighters are using Ion Cannons. Yeah, now she's got no friends. No friendly Tie Fighters. Either. I'd um, like confirmation so whether you're you your because that matters a lot whether you yourself treat yourself as allied versus. We friendly. don't have a hundred percent confirmation on that at all. Yeah, cause I guess that would make Ida not work on herself because all of a sudden she's not a friendly to herself. This is she's true. not a friendly Tylen. I mean, if you if we're going straight, that. if we're going straight keywords, that's where the the the, the I question feel like is. that would be true in right? my opinion. Friendlyships so, are allied. You are you friendly are to yourself, ship. so you are allied. You are to allied. Yourself, the unfortunate problem is we've never come into this situation before, and maybe the word like does this wording, and if we take it as it says, break something else in the game. Right. When you aren't friendly to yourself for some other instance, like how bad does it break something else in the game? Not like, not like on a, not, not like on a, a game balance perspective, but on literally how the game is played. Sure. Like if, like if require a lock said, take a lock action, you as a friendly to your ship to yourself can acquire a lock or something like that. Like whatever the case may be. Some base mechanic that really would. Right. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went into I, I went down the rabbit hole uh, the day this came out and counted every single pilot and upgrade that is friendly. Uh -huh. um, this I mean it basically means agent tyranny is potentially the widest reaching and widest affecting card in the game um, that can shut down something like completely uh, or its ability completely. Uh, there are 56 upgrades and there are 153 pilots <laughs> in the game. That Is that counting just anybody who's got a coordinate action? Uh, no. No, that's just counting somebody that has the word <laughs> that's just, friendly. It says friendly. And so, yeah, so it's just a friendly in the keyword of uh, text. Yeah. Um, and it's also um, worth noting some. there are some pilots that uh, you would think would be affected by tyranny, but are not. Gamut Key's ability does not say friendly, it says ship, because as we know, people can be shut down with keeping some orange tokens around. Unfortunately, Kanan Jarrus Hawk does not say friendly either. Sad. And if you want to hear the weirdest corner case, uh, our old friend GA97, um, it's the resistance droid. Yep. Um, say you p because tyranny, oh, because it's at the beginning of place no, no, no. forces. It's it's worse. Oh, <laughs> well, no. GA97 says before placing forces, which is before tyranny, right? Before you may spend three to five charges. But here's what the condition says. So let's say you put something in reserves. Uh, if you know this, you won't. 
Um, <laughs> Tyranny says the ship. Tyranny says I want to broken trust the ship holding GA ninety seven. Well, here's the condition because you put the condition on the ship that goes in reserves. Um, at the start of a round, if all of the friendly GA ninety seven charges are active, you must deploy. Then remove this card. After the friendly GA ninety seven is destroyed, you must deploy. Basically, if it's not friendly, you may not be able to come out of reserves ever. <laughs> Where are all my friends? They go, man. They go. They go. The A97 is a little broken trust wow. now. Sorry. Wow. Uh, they they straight they straight like yeah I'll beat you there. Peace. <laughs> Just never shows up. Man, that's some brutal broken trust. Just yeah. ghosted uh, the rest kind of the resistance. A, an extra reason to put something like a marksmanship on all your lists. So I, I mean it'll change the way you list build to add more crits. I think. I mean, I, but, it's probably less about the crits and more just about um, being more self-reliant and less mm -hmm. uh, needing of those combos between ships. I mean, cry in I, rebels. I, 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 I'm still pretty concerned about Agent Tyranny's effect on the game, whether or not she's competitive at all. Right? She has this feeling like ensnare Nantex. Right? It's gonna make someone feel bad, whether or not it's competitive at all who cares its effect on the game could be not a not a positive experience but i did you know on the flip side this does give us a checks and balance against combo when it is prevalent it says in the future if something has the potential to be this combo crazy tyranny can break it <laughs> The tyranny of Agent Tyranny. <laughs> Trying to keep the game in balance. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. All right. Let's go ahead and go on to our next section. We had a few scum and villainy pilots show up. Now, these are extra extra small here. Let's see if we can get them to enhance just a bit. We need to enhance... Let's pull over this window right here. Quick question, just can you attack allied ships? No, no it said that in allied uh, okay. thing, unless specified otherwise, which I assume R5TK might be the one you're thinking about, but that might also say you can attack friendlies, which would mean you couldn't attack an allied. Really weird. All right, well, let's keep it going. We had some separatists here. Aura Singh in the Fire Spray Patrol Ship Initiative 4. Bane of the Jedi. Before you engage, you may spend one force to choose two enemy ships at range 0 to 1. Transfer any number of orange and red tokens between those two ships. This pilot does have a single recurring force charge. It's a fallen Jedi, if you remember that from the lore of Star Wars. Uh, yeah, before you engage, spend the force swap and be like, hey, you know those stress over there the, that belongs to this ship actually that's crazy or lock or or locks true like like or sing could lock someone and then that something could be out of her arc but there could be another enemy ship in her arc and she's i'm put it here now <laughs> that you know i think that is the less obvious play but probably in practice 
the more kind of like uh, tactical play a lot of times when you have to make those adjustments on the fly. Of course, you could also just cripple somebody being like, oh, hey, cute, you're flying that ship that loves collecting a bunch of stress tokens. Actually, it belongs to all those stress tokens belong to this ship now. So the two enemy ships have to be at range zero to one of yourself, not of each other. Correct. Correct. One on your left, one on your right, front, back, as long as it's range zero to one. Front back's a really good option when you're shooting front back. I mean, oh, when, yeah, it is. Gunner. <laughs> Before you engage. Oh, the target lock didn't work uh, out. I'm any... about to engage behind me now. Is there any, uh, is there any, like, triple zero effects? Like, all I can think of is, like, Palpatine crew that you could stress somebody before you activate and then move that stress to somebody else. Is there any other effects like that? Can't really think of any off, any other ones off the top of my head. On separatist? Yeah, yeah. Like crew or anything? They don't have they don't have a wealth of crew. Separatists don't have a wealth of those types. Of uh, there is yeah. there is treacherous where you could strain an enemy, and then you can move that strain to the ship you're trying to shoot. Yeah, that's true. I think with the bump focus, stress is probably going to be the thing that ends up getting used the most. Uh, but th there's going to be some sneaky uh, sneaky ways to use this. Orange tokens. Taking, uh, you've got ensnare. Taking a, yeah. a tractor off of a uh, maybe a large or medium-based ship and passing it to a small-based ship. I mean, you could, uh, with the higher increase in those uh, repairing astromechs from the Yavin X-Wings and maybe any regen-based mm. stuff in general. Uh, if the ship's higher initiative and already had to deal with their disarm token, you could move it along to another uh, enemy ship that hasn't shot yet. I mean, I-4 is a weird spot for Aura to do that because it is before mm -hmm. you engage, but don't count it out. I think the big thing with Aura is because she already has a force charge, will she be given another crew slot or not? That'd be dangerous. I mean, it just right. It's uh, twofold on her ability. Never had a two force fire spray before. I mean, the child. <laughs> the child <laughs> seems to be doing pretty good. Fire spray. Sorry. <laughs> sure, sure. Now, uh, dude, you did say uh, tractor, uh, which makes me uh, think about ion as well. If you get an, an extra ion or two stuck on a large or medium base, you can throw it over to a small base. Yeet. Even break a lock. Or if well, you have ion bomb, two, it's three. two ion tokens on. Well, the yeah, no, you. Yeah, because yeah, I am yeah, three. You can take one of those three and pass it off to a different one, so that to, now to another ships. small ship that is an ion. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Break some locks with that too. Hmm. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Let's keep it going here. The triple pip, Kel Kelroto AI holdout. Go ahead, Ryan. I2 Vulture Droid. Uh, it is a modified for organics version. This ship is not affected by the standardized restriction. Reduce the difficulty of your two and three banks. So your two bank becomes blue and your three bank becomes white. And increase the difficulty of your speed three, which is now a, a speed three turn, which is now a red three turn. Um, I'm pretty sure we have a typo here. 
because on the card it has a calculate action base but has a barrel link focus and it says it's a modified for organics we've seen a tr the tri fighter uh volan das that had focus across the board so my guess is that's gonna be eroded to a focus instead of a calculate could minus. Could they argue, though, that it's a calculate? Because there is uh, – it's, it's modified for organics, but it's also like an AI thing kind of maybe. in this. So maybe it's maybe similar to the Thai Brute where it had this computer system aboard but also a human pilot. It would almost feel – it would make more sense if the base action was focused and if you barreled, you would need the droid's help to get the other action to get that. I would agree. I, <laughs> I would agree for fluff so, reasons for sure. Yeah. But they it's, might keep it and just say, yeah, it's the hybrid effect. I just wish it was reversed. Like you said, like the brute. That would make a little more sense. But the ship does have another abil an actual ability ability. Um, after you are destroyed, you may transfer each of your locks and green tokens to another friendly Kelroto AI holdout at range zero. So you're incentivized to bring more than one of these, because when one dies, all your tokens from the dead one goes to any one of the alive ones at range zero. Um, so that's it. They're only sharing tokens on death. And the last one from this set, the Iron Assembler. Marcel? All right. The Scintilla Scavenger is um, Initiative 1. After a friendly... It's an Initiative 1, uh, 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 basically a droid. After a friendly ship at range 0 to 1 skips its execute maneuver step, so basically when you're on a rock and you skip your step to not execute that maneuver you may spend a charge three charges altogether non-recurring if you do if there is an asteroid or debris crop debris cloud at range zero of it that ship may repair damage so basically it's a repair droid um, and it's a repair droid for yourself and another ship at range zero to one so if you're if you have two ships parked on the same rock um you're basically just by staying there parked you're 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 repairing a damage up to three times and it doesn't say once per round so if both ships let's say somebody dropped a bomb and both of your ships are damaged then you can spend two charges the following turn and regenerate both of those uh damage that, that got dropped now question uh question for the rules people here ryan and william um not that i don't think theon knows the rules but <laughs> i think theon doesn't know the rules uh, <laughs> i'm so, all, i'm also functioning on half a brain right now so so when it says repair one damage does a face up card also constitute as one damage or, you, or do you have to fix that crit first and then repair the damage. Repairing a crit is yeah, flipping so, the card. Yeah, you when you repair a crit, you flip it face down. When you repair a face down card, you remove it. Okay, so you can only but do this to face down damage. One damage though. And which a crit could, is which a could damage. Qualify as either one. Because what if you only have one crit? You know, let's say you have fuel leak. Uh, so you have one crit card, one so it damage. Flips face down. It just flips face down. That's it. 
So it flips face down when you repair one yeah. damage. Uh, think, no. about, think about direct hit. Direct hit says, suffer one damage, then repair this card. And you flip it face down because you're yeah, done doing repairing the repairing the card. That's not right. repairing a damage. I think it's, there's a difference between no, repairing a I think there's, crit. there's a keyword differential here. Okay. So the, not, I think it doesn't work not, on crits. You're not repairing a damage by flipping a crit. That's not repairing a damage. You're repairing a crit. So you're saying this should say repair one damage card. But it doesn't say card, it just says damage. It doesn't. So does that mean that you can take the fuel leak and just repair the fuel leak because it's a damage and that's the only damage you have? I think if I was judging an event with this, I would say that it just flips face down unless there's some clear evidence in the rule book that differentiates a damage between and a, and a damage card. Um, yeah, because a a fuel leak does not constitute. You don't have two damage when you have a face up card. You have one damage, so you're mm -hmm. you only have one. Da if you have a you know if you're playing half points with a three hull ship, a face up damage card does not mean you have half it's points. One damage, it's still yeah, one exactly. damage. Well, then I okay. So then. If, if I wanted to take it to that extreme, what I would say is that then this does nothing for crits. Is what it I what would I would for face downs. It would just be for face downs. Here's here's the thing is that a repair a damage means nothing in this game. What right. what is what does one damage mean? Well, so the only time the what where it ha it does show up is when things say suffer X number of damage that happens when you're attacking or defending, oh, sure. right? So repairing X damage would be the reverse or the opposite. You could infer uh, I, that yeah, of I suffering. Does the repair damage? I, I double, I double checked him. If, does, if you have a shield upgrade, does repair damage mean you could take the shield? Like, it, there's no card. So. There is a definite. No, there is a definite difference between. Well, shield right. and damage because it's a shield. I, I double I double checked and there's nothing that refers to just a damage. Everything every card in X Wing so far refers to a damage card. So we'll just we'll, we'll have to see if that gets a clarification <sighs> or errata as soon as it gets released or not. Yeah. Um, I think thematically it, it looks pretty cool to just have this dude kind of scavenging through rocks to, for parts for his. Parts. <laughs> also works on himself too. Roger, Roger. Look what I found. Oh, that's Roger, true. Roger. A six well, health no, Roger, Roger. Itself, as wow. long as there's not a tyranny on the other side. Uh, <laughs> you're not friendly anymore. anymore. I think I'm oh. okay. Yeah, that's fair. Speaking of tyranny, does not affect Dooku crew or the upcoming Dooku sensible trader pilot. Because it's not friendly. It doesn't matter. It's just affecting some dice. <laughs> Love it. All right. <laughs> All right, and then last but not least, we have uh, some additions, some more spoilers, some additions to the upcoming Siege of Coruscant. We have some um, standardized, what, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting what the words we're using for this. Standardized, standardized loadout. Standard. So standardized loadout versions of four pilots that we have already in the game, but now they're just standardized versions. Um, Will, pick one. I'll do this Bactoid uh, prototype at the beginning because it's it. easy. Uh, the Bactoid prototype has the exact same ability. 
uh, being able to ignore restrictions if a uh, if a friendly with network calculations has the ship locked uh, has network calculations all that's normal uh, this one does have the upgrades homing missile uh, as normal but then has the two new abilities for the Siege of Coruscant Contingency Protocol. Uh, it says after they're destroyed, each ship with Contingency Protocol at range zero to three uh, gets to perform an action even while stressed and has strut lock override. Uh, this replaces the grappling struts, but says, at the start of your activation, so before you move, like when you flip your X-Wing foils, uh, you can spend a charge of two. If you do, you ignore obstacles while you move through them this round. So you cannot overlap them. Move through is only template. Uh, and you gotta call it out beforehand uh, be before you actually do that maneuver. And you can only do it twice per game. Uh, I, I'm not uh, exactly uh, the landing on obstacles, but still pretty good. Uh, a, a kind of collision detector for uh, these vultures and hyenas who can take him. All right, let's keep it going. We have DBS 404. Oh no! Oh no! While you perform an attack at range one, you must roll one additional attack die after the attack hits suffer critical damage. That's normal. Has network calculations. That's normal. Uh, as for loadout, advanced proton torpedoes. Not surprised to see that. That is what people love running on this thing to try to get to that six attack dice. Has uh, contingency protocol which uh we just took a look at there with uh with the bactoid and the strut lock override um i mean what what are your thoughts L looking at this one like uh, b besides the fact that it's standardized it's, it's just a, a advantage it's maybe it's slightly cheaper because this is almost exactly I mean, what's being wrote worth the we're worth noting both of these two hyenas we just went over are three points. Normally, Five 404 hole. is... That's, that's what I wanted to know. Okay. Yeah. Normally, Five 404 hole. is uh, four points. Yeah, I mean, I think... Now, th this might be the difference is that on these ships in particular, that uh, the contingency protocol that you can only get in the Siege of Coruscant pilots. So... Uh, to, I think, take advantage of that, you got to be running these guys, uh, multiple of them together. But that ability is very powerful. Uh, you kill a Siege, of course, on Vulture, 4-4 can get that target lock for his advanced proton torpedo. So you can barrel roll that target lock mm -hmm. uh, to get those advanced proton torpedoes off. Uh, so that's... Uh, really important i think that these guys can be cheaper because they don't have those struts mm -hmm. uh be not being able to flip them and land on obstacles uh does uh, affect how we traditionally think about vultures well, that and no ability to take indie calculations to be more of a loan so they are they are That's more true. to bring more of them which means they kind of wanted to make them i assume cheaper for that purpose. that mm -hmm. makes sense that makes sense all right we got a couple more Marcel, take the fac 
Uh, Arfok Prototype. Uh, is that the same as the same name as the other Initiative Fives that got correct taken away? Okay. That got banned and is now returned. Our first banned returning. Right. That's right. So it's at the start of the engagement phase. If there is an enemy ship in your bullseye, you gain a calculate token. Um, but pretty good. And then it has come comes equipped with afterburners with contingency protocol, which we talked about earlier, and. If, Evasion Sequence 7. This is while new. You while you perform a red evade action, uh, which they have a barrel link to a red evade, if is if there is an obstacle or scenario feature, does that say feature? Yes, yeah, sure If there's an obstacle or scenario feature at range 1, treat the action as white instead. So it's kind of like a debris gambit. So basically it allows you to barrel roll. Uh, yeah, so you can then barrel roll uh, focus for, you know, without the stress. In assault, and... that don't seem too hard to do. No, well, so that's the thing. <laughs> double check. I, I thought scenario feature was only going to be for these scenario packs, like the invisible hand that you're defending as the separatistness. Scenario features are still all of those scenario tokens that are in all of our standard play. Yeah. And then so on top of obstacles that, obstacles and scenarios, but it does specifically say range one. You cannot be range zero of those scenario features to trigger this. Hmm. So you can't yeah, barrel on the objective. No, but I mean, most of the time with, with three to five objectives plus uh, six, six, you know, obstacles, um, you can essentially barrel, evade, and gain a calculate for that bullseye. Mm -hmm. um, and you have afterburners. And afterburners, yeah. yes, yeah. So you can oh, afterburners, yeah. barrel, evade, calculate <laughs> at initiative yeah. five. But, uh, was there. Was this the very expensive Tri-Fighter? I swear that there is a very expensive Tri-Fighter. This is the uh, one that people have uh, been trying it, to make work. In what points bracket are you talking? Are we talking I thought like there was AMP a five. No, I thought talking? that the, I thought that in those points that they released, that one of them was five points. Oh, it's not this one. Okay, this one's four, and you can get two right. of them. That's not four's, bad for four points. not bad for essentially droid soon tier out there. Yeah, yeah. for boost barrel for two, evade calculate. Two droid soon tiers. Yeah, you yeah. get boost barrel evade calculate. Every, well, not every turn, but close two to turns. Two. The yeah. two turns that can matter when you when you're playing six, seven turn <laughs> games. That's that's a lot. But you can do the yeah. evade calculate. True. The the, the five point try is T eighty one that has a changed ability from his original, but has outmaneuver and afterburn. Oh, is that is that in our list here, or is that what spoiled it's already? Not, it's one that that's was already been shown before. Ah, okay. And ah. the last one we were showing was what will. All right, let's take a look here. Uh, this one is uh, DIS 347. Uh, I'm actually just, I'm just going to pull this up in my full full screen here. All right. Anyways, uh, this is the Initiative Three uh, Tri Fighter, I believe, making a return. Uh, from a customized version. At the start of the engagement phase, you can acquire a lock on an object at range one to three that has a friendly lock, uh, so it keeps their same ability. This one has marksmanship, afterburners, and the contingency protocol. 
Uh, so they really trying to get these tri fighters to feel fast while giving each one of them afterburners. I mean, because yeah, when I mean, they originally made them, they had a slam plan. abilities. Yeah. Big, yep. Oh, that's true. Yeah, no intercept boosters because uh, you can't flip it down, can you? Mm hmm. So afterburners make oh. sense, at least for now. And potentially more viable because it could be used all game versus those, the slam thing is only at the beginning. True. So, with uh, with all these cards coming through, what's the number one pilot from the ones we saw today that maybe got you excited? You want to start tinkering some list building with? What you got, Marcel? Uh, well, don't I'll take mine. I'm not excited don't about tyranny. Not excited. <laughs> uh, just because I think I don't think I, I, I like the where where that road leads. Right. I'm excited to play with. I would say. Um, I'm stuck between Lando and that slam damager. You get one. You get one. Don't take multiple. Um, Lando or slam action. So whatever they don't take is the one that I take. <laughs> Are you talking about the slam the FO or whatever you call it? Lin Gava. Yeah. Got it. Marcel? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Will? Uh, the one I'm most excited about? Uh, Hondo Onaka. Um, really just throwing, throwing a big loop into, uh, the, how you think about actions on your team. Like who, when you're taking actions outside of just coordinating and, uh, factoring in, uh, getting random actions from your opponents as well. As much as I would like to fly a Hondo, mm. I would really like to fly against some Hondos. Maybe I would, <laughs> uh, Give me some extra actions, Hondo, if you don't mind. Sounds great. Will, your set of Tyranny becomes good because Hondo's one of those characters that actually benefits from Tyranny. tyranny uh, not friendly your... to each other. Yeah. So if you wait, if you Tyranny Hondo, he could just give it to his friends. Yep. That's yeah. amazing. Or anyone on the list. And Tyranny's a must, so it's not like she can opt out of doing it against a Hondo Fire Spray list. That sounds amazing. Wait, wait. Now, um, f as far as with allied, with tyranny, it's about they're allied to you and you're allied to them, but they're still Correct. friendly to each other, right? No, so. uh, no. Hondo is not friendly to each other. So you two, if Hondo has the broken trust, he chooses Fen Rao, who he deployed with and himself two ships that are not friendly again with each other so yeah, but it happened to be deployed on the same side it turns <laughs> or out tyranny chooses someone else you just consistently use hondo's ability on that yeah. other friend in your list yeah they want they want to put it on boba fett but like you can't coordinate boba fett anymore <laughs> and I was like, well sad i'm still gonna feed him some actions through hondo ryan what about you Boy, Oh, Wait, sorry. Hold on. Just, let me let me just. Uh, does that work on Hondo Crew then too? Hondo Crew is worded the exact same way. Two ships yeah. that are not friendly to That's each other. Uh, no, I don't think it's it's not worded. No, boo. Oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look right now. So you know. don't take away the fun. All right. By following rules. Rules. All right. Crew Hondo. Two ships uh, at range one to three that are friendly to each other. Friendly to each other. Okay. Because the idea is no not only with the crew right. one, they have to be friendly to each other, whether they're, and they're from that's the enemy right. ships that are two friends of each other or on your team that's two friends. And you're just 
one one of the ships that are friends of each other gets a coordinate, the other gets a chain. So, um, actually, uh, if there are clearly two ships that are that your opponent uh, is very likely to use Hondo crew on, you tyranny one of those two. You don't you don't tyranny the Hondo carrier. Mm, okay. Nice. Ryan? You don't take a guess. Mm. You should know me. I don't want it to be the one that uh, Vanessa Doza. Oh, it's it's the it's the Flak Tri Fighter, the I five. I'm gonna give uh, that a shot. I'm, I mean, yeah, that's that, that was my that was my next guess. That was my next guess. On, I was I was Ryan's I was. Definitely. It depends which version of of Ryan, because he you you like doing all this like I'm gonna dabble over here in the resistance. Oh, I sure. got five ships. So you give me a, a, some potential life in a Tri Fighter. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. True that. True that. I, 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 I'm going to mess around with Vanessa Doza. That sounds bad. You know what I mean? I'm going to fly this ship. <laughs> I'm tired. Sorry. Anyway. Um, yeah. A lot, lot of content coming uh, around the corner. Lots of things to, uh, to shake up the meta as we go into uh, our, 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 our final run into the world championships coming up in march so uh really excited to see what ends up coming of it make sure to tune in on wednesday for our um title fight how are how are things going over there on wednesday nights will Oh, we got two champions already. Um, we got a couple players already uh, qualified, uh, so we're getting more. I think we have actually decided uh, through uh, some brainstorming uh, that we're actually going to limit it because uh, we, we weren't sure where the limitation was going to be mm -hmm. set. But I think we've come around to... Uh, because we already have the Emperor's Hand and Jedi uh, Master as the first two titles, I think we're just going to go and flush out then seven more titles, one for each of the factions. Uh, so Empire and Republic are already been claimed. Mm -hmm. uh, so only the first seven, so five more people uh, that get that uh, title dogfight uh, win, it will make the name of the title. Nice. I mean, that's, that's, you got you got some fun uh, some fun possibilities there. I like that. I like that. Oh, yeah. um, and of course, lastly, we will be uh, we'll be back next Monday for our podcast. I will be working on the in the background here when I have time between uh, diapers and baby snuggles. Um, Roll better the tournament software that we've been testing uh just recently got a new update and um i'm getting whispers that it might be ready for for a real test like an actual event here coming up soon we've been talking about wanting to do a gold squadron league we just need software that could support it uh that did what i need it to do so uh once i have an update there we'll let you know but other than that i want to say of course thank you to everybody who did give us congratulations on discord uh, for the little one, uh, Elara Catherine Morales is in the world, and it is amazing to see her. Thank you to everybody for your support. And uh, if I seem a little absent, 
uh, over the next few months. It's mostly because I'm I'm a little busy with the bebe, but I'll I'll do my best to uh, to stay engaged with you guys, of course. Uh, for everybody here at Gold Squadron, be smart, be safe, and figure out how to sleep with a little child. It's been done. It's been I did it already. I did it. I just gotta figure it out again. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. Gold Squadron.